Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Welcome to episode 11. Do you think I'm far enough back? You need to get closer. I'm really close. Sorry, viewers. No, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I know my voice is loud and Sophie's is quiet, so we're trying to trying to do this different thing where I'm not so effing close to the microphone. Um, should we do a life update maybe first? What mm. are we doing right now? Well, we're recording outside because, as like some people from my power series know, my AC pray for me and also feel bad. I want all of the sympathy because I've had no AC at work for pretty much all summer. Two weeks at least. but it, At least, but I don't think it really ever worked. It didn't get hot until like two weeks ago and then you that's when you realized it yeah. didn't work. And then I was like complaining about it every day and I finally, finally went and told her <laughs> because naturally I just complain and think something's going to happen. And he came in today and he was like, yeah, your compressor's broken. I don't know when the parts are going to be in and I'm like, Okay, well, <laughs> tell me like an ETA, like I'm really dying. It was on Friday, it was cool outside, mm-hmm. and my studio is 80 degrees, and I'm like dripping sweat. And, and your windows are just don't like, open. No, my windows don't open, and people are massaging, and because it's the back room, it gets hotter anyways, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have this lighter blanket. This is all I can offer you. Should have taken my little uh, air conditioner. Do you have one? Well, it's not like an air conditioner. It's like a... If you hear heavy breathing, it's my dog. Yeah, Ivy. She she wants to talk. She's so chatty. She went on a road trip this weekend because Sophie had her first wedding. You can talk about that quick. Um, First wedding feels. How do you feel about that? First wedding of summer 2020, I should say. Oh, yeah. Not her first wedding ever. (laughs) I haven't shot one since February. It was really weird. I thought maybe I wouldn't know how to do it. I was like, do I remember how to do this? But it worked out. It was good. We had like a perfect day, really good weather. Yeah, what was the temp? Sorry, it was like this. Really? It was so nice out. It was like 75 degrees and it was a little breezy, which was good. Um, so you don't get like super hot or anything. Yeah, it was a good day. Good day. The pics look beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I'm great. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm really good at what I do. I <laughs> and Ivy and Loki, her dogs, went with and ate through their kennel. Yeah. Uh, we have like a little canvas travel kennel and Ivy chewed the window out of it and got out of it. So that was fun. What kind of a dog is she in? Bernice Mountain Dog. Yeah. Picture that idiot. in your head. <laughs> slash idiot. You dumb girl. He's a dumb dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of dumb. He's so cute. Anyway, so we're in the backyard recording because I don't have AC and my cleaning lady was there and I just don't want to be there because I'm sick of being hot. Yeah, so if you hear cars or ivy or a little wind gust, it's because we're sitting outside. Extra noise. And it's so nice out. Why wouldn't you love that? It's so nice out though. (laughs) It is so nice out. It's nice to not be like humid and scorching hot. Yeah. I'm a little bit over that. But when we were at the lake this weekend, it was like... mm, 60 something it was not that hot this weekend and it rained yeah pretty much all weekend but it was fine I like to be in the rain a little bit but last night right before we were kind of packing up for the day it got really nice so we just stayed the night but 
We went out last night. We drove from Minot to Otter Tail. Worst nightmare. That was my worst nightmare. And but it was really nice when we got to the lake. That was calm, and we went to eat at Zorba's. So mm, what'd you order? What do you think I ordered? Nachos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take me. I want to go to Zorba's so bad. You can come. The only we don't have any restaurants out at the lake. Except I did just discover there's a golf course. So if I need to escape the fam. I can go do that now, which I'm excited about. More like escape Bo. Yeah, Bo. Mm. Bo Allen. Bo Allen turned three, you guys, yesterday. My little heart broke because he's just, he's getting so big. He's so big. And it's making me super sad. He's sassy. He said stupid shit like 20 times yesterday. And he just tormented me the whole day. <laughs> and I'd be like, people were there in the morning, like some family before they left, and they were trying to sing happy birthday, and he was just pissed. Like, don't sing to me. It's not my birthday. It's not my birthday. Like, he was just crabby Because he probably thought it. that Wednesday was his birthday. Yeah, because he had a party earlier in the week for family. But, no, he, yeah, he keeps saying stupid shit, like that phrase. And I'm like, I don't really say the word shit very much, so I'm working on it. I told him I was going to put soap in his mouth, and then he screamed, No, I'm sorry! <laughs> like, so loud. <laughs> my dad put soap in my mouth. When yeah, I, it works. When it I works. was little. Nah, it didn't really work very well, because I swear a lot now. But <laughs> <laughs> For when you're three, hopefully you don't do it in public, and I'm like, what? Oh, whatever. That's kind of updated his life. He told me he's going to start using the potty, and he... Like, went bare naked yesterday and peed in the lake, so we were really excited for him. He didn't really get it. He always, like, tries to pee, and then he'll be like, Mom, it's not working. And then I'm worried he's going to poop because he's just, like, standing up, pushing so hard. <laughs> but whatever. He was fine. He had a few accidents in his swim trunks, and I'm like, this is a good time to try to train him a little bit because he's already in swim trunks, and I'm not putting a swim diaper on him. And I'm like, don't poop because it's going to get all over your legs. So yeah. he hasn't pooped yet. It's so gross. Yeah, I know. Imagine me. I'm always wiping that butt. Like, your butt wouldn't be so sore if you didn't poop in your pants. Constant fights. Anyways, that's kind of our update on potty training, I suppose, and Bo. We have no big updates. Nothing. Nothing. Working hard. Really bored. (laughs) I'm just tired. I'm tired a lot because I feel like I'm really busy, but not, like, with something specific. Just Mm -hmm. lots of little things I'm trying to catch up on. Um, I have more merchandise. I got that in. I was very worried about that order, but made it in on time. <laughs> so I got that. Um, that's exciting. And we can give Maria a shout out if you want to. For what? One here. Who is calling me? 799 number. Mm, not worth it. Not worth it. Probably a, probably a client. <laughs> I was like, if they leave a voicemail, I'll call them back. But Maria from Impact Social, who we uh, interviewed. Like the second or third one? Yeah. She came out with merchandise. Mm-hmm. So excited. I saw you got the t-shirt and the sweatshirt. I should have yeah. bought the t-shirt too. It was I so might cute. buy the other t-shirt too. I haven't decided yet. Because like I love sweatshirts. So I do too. I was really but excited. But I I ordered it when it was like 90 degrees out. So I was like, I need a t-shirt too. I know. I don't so wear t-shirts out. very often, but it was so cute. Maria, make it into a sweatshirt and I'll buy that <laughs> one too. Or a tank top. <laughs> or a tank top. I really just like sweatshirts though. I always will buy a sweatshirt. But we're so excited. She can, you can get them through Shirts from Fargo if you go on their website. And the tab is nonprofit? Mm, I think it's just 
companies or community organizations or something like that because she's not a nonprofit. But anyway, you search whatever for shirts social. from Fargo does it, and it's Impact Social. So. I guess that's kind of all the housekeeping we have, which actually, punny, because that ties us into our first, probably most basic topic. Probably the only topic today, and we'll just talk about it a lot. Yeah. I don't really have any other topics. I just, I have a lot to say about it. Um, but well, we you can start. You start dive then. right in. Well, because mm, my transition's different from yours. It's So basically what we want to talk today about is our cleaning habits and like, keeping your house clean versus messy and then having that tie into your work life or basically your life in general. And I want to first bring up this speech that I heard that I'm sure everybody has heard because it's always floating on Facebook. And it was by, I want to say a lieutenant. I can't quite remember. Somebody in the military looked very professional and he was talking about success and basically how to start your day off with success. So he said, if you make your bed in the morning, it's like the first and most simple task you can have, which in turn, your room is tidy, you feel better, you made your bed, and it's like it kind of basically starts you off for a productive day. And then he kind of made a joke at the end, like, okay, if you go through this and you have a productive day, great, because you started out good. And if not, yeah. you get to come home and your bed is made and your house is clean. And I kind of liked that. I, I had always tied my success kind of into that just because... If you can get the small things and do them with habitual patterns, then it's much easier to take control of the big things in your life. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I draw the line of messy versus clean house. But I kind of, what's it called when you like go backwards? Like two steps back? Yeah. Or like it's like reverse. Reverse. Am I thinking, is like recession, like, would that be? That's like, back, yeah. Okay, whatever. I went backwards this past, last summer, because I got really busy and then got back into it. So I want to talk about how that transitioned in my life. But I first want Sophie to chat about um, hers, because her situation is different. And she also works from home and has a studio at home. And she will shoot pictures, obviously, at locations. But a lot of her work is at home. So you Specifically can, like boudoir. Yeah. I guess I would say most of my stuff isn't at home, but um, I work from home as far as like editing and office work and everything. And um, I don't really know how this topic, well, you kind of like were saying we should talk about messy versus clean on how we are. And I was like, we should talk about how that affects your work life because for me it affects everything because I work from home. Mm -hmm. and, and your life in general, just like organizational patterns versus like are you more scattered brain how do you control the day how does your messy home versus your clean home affect how you live because I think we're both very sensitive sensitive, sensitive to messes or, or being messy versus you know I know people who could live in a messy house and not give two shits yeah so uh, I, you can kind of t take that transition first I feel like um I don't, don't even really know how to, like, say or talk about this, but I like to keep everything organized. But well, I I'm going to interrupt you for one really you know quick second. I want you to say if you've always been really clean. No. So did it just start <laughs> when you got this house? Um, I think it started more when I got my own place. Like, not necessarily this house. Oh, but poor like, dab. Yeah, I, but for real, when I look back, and I don't think I was necessarily, like, super messy living Did you at help home. her clean, or empty the dishwasher? No, I hate doing the dishes. I hate it. What chore, did you do any chores at home? Yes. Okay. I, like, vacuumed and dusted and, like, would clean up and whatnot, but I feel like it wasn't, like, 
a priority to me until I got my own place. Like, when I got my own apartment, I wanted it to be tidy. And that's just, it's weird, because when I look back at living at home, like, my room was never overly messy, but, like, I wouldn't, like, just go around and clean up. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So sorry, Mom, for leaving Diet Coke cans probably all over and cereal (laughs) stuff all over the place. But (laughs) one time I had, this is so gross, but it's just reminding me of a messy room. I used to drink milk a lot when I was little, like, Ew, did I you always, leave it somewhere? Yeah. Uh. Worst story ever. So I would go through spurts when I was little of like, okay, my room is going to be super tidy. But I'm kind of one of those people, like, if I don't feel like a space in my house or my, well, at my parents' house at that time is, like, cute, it makes me not want to clean it as much. Because yeah. then I just get overwhelmed of, like, like, just say from my porch, for example, because we were just talking about how I did that. It was like, well, it wasn't cute, and, like, I didn't have time, and there was a ton of and crap in really it. you didn't really see it. And I didn't see it, so I was like, eh, I'm not really going to clean it. But then once I got it cute, and if it's not clean now, I'm like, it's not clean. Like, I have to go clean it in there. So, yeah. whatever. Back when I was younger, though, I had, like, a dresser that was tall, and then I had a jewelry box on top of it. And I was cleaning my room, and there was a glass of milk on there, and I, like, slammed the door shut, and it spilt on my head, and it was chunks so disgusting and then oh the story gets kind of worse this just reminds me of another one so this story is disgusting Bo the other day because I just kind of got reminded of it had a cup of milk underneath his bed and I found it and I was like he was like I can't get the milk to come out because he's drinking so I opened it and it's chunky and he was trying to trying to drink it okay so then I like go and I kind of wash it out but not like great I just like rinsed it and I was going to put it in the dishwasher and bring it downstairs the next day and I come downstairs the next morning because Tyler always kind of like gets him ready because like I don't get up naturally as early as them and he's drinking out of the effing cup and I'm like oh I'm like don't drink out of that that's so disgusting chunky milk gross that's kind of happened to me one time I forgot a coffee in my car in the back like because there's like little cup holders in the like in the um the uh, middle seats no like in the like the doors there's like cup holders in oh, the bottom yes. of the doors and I never go in the back seat so I like set one back there one time and I forgot about it and the creamer had curdled oh, in the bottom is that what it's called curdle what a yeah. gross word and I I just remember my car smelled like ass for like a week and I couldn't figure out why I was like it's clean. Well, not clean, but it was tidied up. There wasn't, like, food or anything yeah. in it. And I was like, why does it smell so bad? And then I found that, and I was like, I don't, why do you even it wash was... them? I just throw them away. I'm like, if they get like oh. that, no. I know. I just throw them away. It was thrown away. <laughs> we'll just say that. It was thrown. I always throw shit like that away. I'm like, not a saver. If something's gross and I don't think it can be saved, even if it probably could have been, I'm just like, oh, gross. Yeah, I, no. I will just buy a new one. I don't hold a lot of, like, value. monetary value to things that I think are dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is stupid. I'm sure no, somebody I'm like could that. use them, and then I feel guilty. But I'm like, no, this is gross. I'm throwing it away. Um, I was going to go somewhere with that story, but I can't remember. So you can start talking about, so you weren't always clean, but once you got your own place, you were clean. Yes, and I, I do remember it when I got my first apartment, too, because my roommate, nothing against her. She was great. She would leave, like, saltine crackers all over, and it would just... I'm like, why, do you, why don't you clean up the crumbs? Why would you leave them like that? So that's, like, my first memory of trying to be a clean person. And then... I never had a roommate because I don't think I could have done that. Like, I had a friend stay with me for a week, and she left her McDonald's wrappers out, and the garbage was so close to it, and I was like, yeah, you gotta go. And then living with Shelby... Love you, Shelby. 
but you have a lot of shit. A lot <laughs> of shit. And Shelby wasn't, like, messy. Like, she wasn't, like, gross. She just had a lot of clothing, and it was all over the place at all times. So I'm always, like, Why putting... Why she probably <laughs> so cute all the time? But, no, so then moving into our house and, like, working from home, it's, like, for me, it's, like, I can't be productive if my if my house isn't, like, tidied up. And it's not like it's, like, clean all the time. Like, it's not spotless. There's dog hair in my house. I have two dogs. It's bound to happen unless I vacuum three times a day, which I already do once a day, so why not make it three times? But, uh... Good arm workout. But, like, I... One of my... Like, how you said, like, making your bed. And I don't necessarily get up and make my bed right away, but my favorite thing is when I, like, come downstairs and the kitchen is clean... And, like, all I have to do is fill up the water and, like, turn on the coffee pot. And, like, that is, like, a good, like, start to my day. Do you know what I mean? Like, being able to come downstairs and, like, have, like, everything just, like, clean and ready ready for the day. It makes me, like, a lot more productive. Versus, like, if I come downstairs and there's shit, I have to clean it up before I start working because I don't like to look at it. And have it messy. I think that I would agree. Usually in my house we always clean it up before bed. But my one thing... In the morning still that I'm always like, oh, I, like I usually do my floors in the morning. I'm always like, I need to like get some dog hair picked up and vacuum and then I'll feel good for the day mm-hmm. and have everything kind of like freshly wiped down. But I always try to make breakfast. So I feel like when I'm in the midst of making something, then I'll do it because I don't drink coffee. But nonetheless, I feel like it's just such a, so much better of a day when you wake up and it's clean. And I would say like. I feel like there's definitely, like, two different types of clean people. There's, like, us clean people where everything has to be, like, put away so we can't see it. And then there's, like, the clean people that everything has to be perfectly organized, (laughs) color-coded. You know what I mean? And I would not say that we're like that. I try to be, and then I get overwhelmed, and then I just, like, put it in a closet and shut the door. Like, Like, I remember my closet was a disaster for like six weeks and I'm just like well no one can see it and then Tyler yeah. was like I'm not gonna put your clothes away but yet yeah, you wouldn't like leave your clothes basket sitting around for days either no like, your clothes have to be in the closet but like the closet I have my have to be suitcase out because I like just got home obviously this morning from the lake and I have like three loads of laundry going and I'm already like I don't know if I'm gonna go watch softball tonight I think I'm gonna keep Bo home because I have to like away all my laundry and do like it's just in the back of my head like I yeah. know I have to put that suitcase away like I would not leave it and I'm much better I took some very wise words of advice so I used to be like crazy clean and I, this was before I had Libby and I would vacuum all of the time I would sweep I would wipe everything down every single Sunday and my old like I had one two three four different apartments before I got a house and every single Sunday like very big pattern I would like get all my groceries and I would get them prepared for the week not like how or house prepping not like meal prepping, meal prepping just, just have like them. have them clean well I never wash my fruit we should talk if we do that but anyways <laughs> um I don't prepping all of my food and just you know cleaning and, and if I didn't do that like my week was totally offset and then last year I think is when I started to get super busy because we pretty much kept up with that when we got the house for a chunk of time and then I got so busy and so like now I do have somebody like come and do all the chores that I hate and I don't have time for um but I every single day besides like that's the once every two weeks and then besides that I'm like every single day we basically make the bed our laundry is put away I will wipe down in between and it's always vacuumed yeah 
And I would say that's about the same, unless, like, things start get, getting really busy, and then I'll just, like, set it on the dining room table. Nice. Set it it's on the, piled and up. And then, like, yes. last week, I was like, I just can't stand it anymore. Like, I had so many bags of stuff sitting there, and I was like, it just has to be put away. It, it has to be out of sight. And I feel <sighs> like when I – so back to my part of advice – I was talking with one of my clients who was like friends with another one of my clients and so they both told me this because after having Boa it was like kind of stressful. I'm like how am I going to keep this house clean having this dog? How am I going to keep this clean? Because I a lot of the times during the week I'm like I feel like I have no time to do anything and they said you just have to lower your expectations and I felt like that was very sound advice and I don't necessarily have them like super low, but I do think like if it's 11 p.m. and I have a basket of laundry, I do not have to fold that. I can wait until the next evening to fold it mm-hmm. before I would have stayed up until one in the morning getting all of my chores done. And now I'm like, okay, I can do it tomorrow. If there's stuff that can wait, it will never go on for a week, but I just try to like lower expectations or if toys are out. Or if Bo's bed's not made, or if whatever he touched at that moment is on the floor, because mm-hmm. everything always is. I'm just like, just lower my expectations. But and you're still clean. Yeah, like, but I'm feel- ve- I'm still very yeah. If you could believe, I used to get like made fun of a ton for cleaning, and I still will at the lake because I brought my little vacuum to the camper, and I feel like. I'm just like anal. Every morning I no, wake up out there too. I like make the bed. I feel and like I when roll it's... the dog hair out. And yeah. Brush it out because it's just gross. Otherwise things get gross so fast. Yeah. If you take care of things, they last so much longer too. And I'm a big believer in that. So I'm like, I just, I pay a lot of money for this stuff. I want it to be clean. Yeah. But I was running the vacuum and somebody had made a comment about my vacuuming and I'm like, whatever, at least my shit's clean. I just get <laughs> so mad. I'm like, at least it's clean. I just don't like messy. Or so. else it's just like... It gives, and maybe it's because we um, struggle a little bit from anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I it's feel a sense like of control. Yeah, and I feel like cleaning for me is like almost therapeutic. If I unless I don't have time, but when I have like a couple hours and I can clean, like it makes me feel so good to be accomplished afterwards. Like it's like it's accomplishing something versus just sitting on the couch and then you're like, what did you do today? Nothing. You know what I mean? I know, and then your house is messy. Whenever I'm at home, like, I hate cleaning. That is why I have somebody helping me clean right now because I literally feel like I don't have the time to clean how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And my expectation for that has not lowered because that's, like, bathrooms and floors. And I feel like if I don't have a – I don't know. Like, I have to have a high expectation for that because I have a dog. But I never have time to do anything, so I'm always stressed out cleaning. But I came to realize, like, at the lake this past weekend when I was, like – doing the bedding and getting everything ready like it was so therapeutic because I had the time yeah. to do it and I was like oh it's just so fresh and clean in here yeah and it makes you feel so good afterwards when you can look and you can just sit and look at it and everything smells like, nice Bo don't come in here <laughs> don't touch it don't touch it don't bring your sandy flipping shoes in here the first <laughs> night we put the whole bedding together and I'm putting him down we had been there we got there at 8 p.m. I think I put him to bed at like 9 or 9 30 in between that hour to hour and a half there was sand all over in his bed. And I hadn't even seen him go on the camper. And I'm like, that's when I've lowered my expectations. There's sand in your bed. You put it in there. You can your own bed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't climb in mine. Yeah. I found he doesn't like yellow um, fruit snacks. Oh. Because he likes to suck on them and spit them out and stick oh. them on places now. Nice. So good. So kind. Love him. He'll be like, Mom, I don't like that one. I'm like, 
can put it in the garbage if you want to. He's like, that's too far. No, I just, I put it right there, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. <laughs> but he's so funny. You know, he's been good. But I feel like transitioning into work life, I can talk a little bit about it, then you can talk. But I think my work has always been probably equally as clean as my house, if not more clean. Oh, it's more clean for sure. Not that your house isn't clean, but you're very, very clean at work, which is good because like right now you have to be. And I always feel like presentation is so important to Mm -hmm. me. Like if I don't have a clean studio, how would people know I cared about what I did or my job even? I just am like, and it's gross. And I've been to studios before where you come in and there's no toilet paper. Or you come in and there's, there's no soap. There's no soap. And you're like, who's washing their hands? Yeah. Where is this shit? You come in and there's stuff on the floor when you're putting your yoga mat down. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, do you not care about the space? I'm paying you this much money. You should be able to clean this. And so... Mm-hmm. Being, I think I learn more from other people's mistakes or even my own mistakes because there's been things that I've done where obviously you learn from. But like going into different spaces and being like, hmm, I really don't appreciate this as a paying customer. So how in my space can I change it? And that's one thing where I'm always like my floors. I get that clean Mm -hmm. once a week for sure. Every week everything's washed and scrubbed down and then I vacuum and my plants always have water. (laughs) I'm always good about that now. And I just wipe everything down before and after class. And because you, you have to. everything. Yeah. All the time. Because I'm like, I just, why would you, ow, why would you want to go somewhere that was dirty? I think that's like the number one thing in my head is like everything needs to be stocked and everything needs to be cleaned. And for massage, like, do you want to go in somewhere that's like gross? Like, like do you want to go get a massage and you walk in and there's like stains on the walls you know what I mean yeah this person's touching me and it's gross like does that mean they wash their hands who knows yes and that's exactly (laughs) what I think too and it's like you want it to smell good you want it to be relaxing and I just am very affected by the environment and I think that's one of my things too and I think you are as well it's like your your environment that you're in affects you so much where I'm like if I don't have a clean space in my office if I get there and like I haven't had a chance to vacuum I will go crazy until I do it. So I always get to work like 30 minutes early because I'm like, I need to vacuum. I need to make sure all of my sheets and bedding is clean and folded and put away. And there's certain things I do, don't have to do, like legally or just like as you part of my job. I don't do have it. to, but I just do it because I'm like, I like cleanly things. Like I wash my blanket all the time. I wash, obviously I have to wash my sheets, but the blanket is kind of like it's on top of everything. So if people don't touch it or it doesn't get dirty, you don't wash that in between clients. But I'm literally like washing all of the time everything Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I just don't want anything to ever smell bad or be gross. And last week, this was odd, but again, little things I noticed. I don't think you were there at class when I had said this, but I found a bug and like the light up above um, where if people are looking up, you could see it. And then like a little piece of my trim had started to like peel off a little bit and then my door handle for my massage room was a little bit wiggly and I was like it needs to get fixed tonight I have to go there and I have to fix it tonight and get all my supplies because like if you start letting stuff like that go in a space then slowly everything else goes yeah <laughs> and so I'm like if you don't keep up and the same with the paint the paint bothers me a little bit too if you go into a space I'm like I feel like you should be it should be always like kind of freshly painted and taken care of so anytime I'm like there's a big mark on the wall if I can't get it off I'll take paint and touch it up because I think that stuff like that matters and so mm-hmm. in my office like my home is kind of different I'm a little more lax but at my office that like paint, the green paint for like a year oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know and I'm just like meh 
But I think we're both kind of the same in a way of, like, like, you haven't done, like, super major, major renovations in your house, but you've done a lot of them, and, like, we've done some major ones, and I'm one of those people where I'm, like, we're getting this done, because I, and you're the same way, you've done, like, your studio renovation was big, and it's, like, you just have to get it done, like, I hate when things drag out and it's dirty for, like, months, because renovating- Oh, I could never do it. Is the dirtiest thing in the whole world, like, our kitchen renovation drove me absolutely bonkers, I was vacuuming, like, every day- for it to get dirty again but I'm just like one of those people where I have Isn't to get it done. Isn't that the worst part of renovations though is like you do a project and then it's really dirty but you don't want to leave the dirt because it'll But you don't want to clean it up because it just gets yeah. more. Yes I remember that with the studio and it's different because I had to clean it because you had class. I had clients and class coming in and so like it needed to be clean but regardless I think at home I would have too because you don't want all that dust and dirt to accumulate and it's like Great, I am just scrubbing the floors for the 10th day in a row, even though they are going to get dirty again this evening. Yes. So that I am, but that we get renovation, shit done. yeah, we do. Like, I, you were obviously there with me a ton of the nights. It's like you're there every single night working hard. I just can't, I can't stand things that get drug out like that. I have to get it done. And I mean, outside is different. Our fence took a few months, but it's outside. You're not living in it. When I have to like live in a renovation, Oh, I feel like it would be never. so awful. My parents did two kitchen renovations because they renovated their kitchen, sold their house, moved, and then this new house <laughs> they moved into, renovated right their again. kitchen again. And I just remember, like, the second time wasn't probably as bad for them as the first because like it went so fast. It went fast. I don't really necessarily remember it a lot. Did they but hire it out because it went really fast? Mm, they I hired chunks like. of it out, but they were able to keep their appliances from prior. I believe so. Don't quote me. But so they had them. Yeah. And they have some stuff in the garage, and the garage is now attached to their home. So, like, before, I feel like it just was definitely not, like, their old house, it did not flow right with the kitchen and trying to renovate. But this new one was kind of a breeze. I mean, I'm sure they could quote me. I'm sure I would be wrong on that because I feel like living through any renovation is just terrible. But they, I feel like they've handled it really well their second time around because they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. But... I would never want to go through that. Like, not having a kitchen would be so annoying. Yeah, I told Logan our next house is going to be built because I am not living through renovations again. No. Not that, like, I couldn't do it. I just want to be able to, like, pick. You know, like, right now, I don't, like, especially love our trim or our floors. I'm not going to redo them. They're not bad, but I don't love them. And I want to be able to just, like, pick, pick so it. you don't have to change it. And I think it's hard when you move into a house. But then I kind of go in this fight back and forth again because it's like you move into a house, you don't necessarily love everything, but you're also pretty content because like, okay, maybe this isn't your forever home, but like also you don't necessarily need to change it because it works Yeah. and it's fine. But if you get a new house and you put all the stuff in that you like, my huge worry about building houses, like, I'll come back and be like, that was really stupid. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have done that. And then you have all these regrets where c- coming into a home that's already built, you kind of already have that expectation, like, You're not gonna we can like just it. do as much as we can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's got to be fine because there's not a ton of options for this house. And my house is like that, too. Like, my house is very old. Mm-hmm. It was built in 1910. People love my floors and my trim. Me, particularly, I do not, which is probably (laughs) unappreciative because I have real wood floors and trim. But it was kind of like I just had to accept that this is how the house was going to be. Yeah. And I'm paying a very good price and I don't want to be house broke. And I guess it's going towards that instead of rent, even though if I could rent forever, I would. 
<laughs> I love renting. You're I'm living like, that apartment again if you could. Oh, I totally would. I have zero problem renting. I mean, financially, I understand it is not a smart call, but just like everything else, I'm like, I don't got to mow. I don't got to take care of anything. I don't have yeah. to do anything. And I love it, but I don't have a nice big backyard like you do. And so I don't think I utilize like the outdoors as much because I don't have the space. And so I'm still just inside and I'm like, if anything breaks, it's on me. And I don't really like that life. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do it. I cried a lot when we moved into a house. But financially, probably better. That's so funny because I was like, I am never living in an apartment again. Oh, I love it. I hated it. I hated it. But you lived in an apartment in Fargo. Yes. Which I think has to be different than here. Like, I guess I only ever lived above Town Center Square. I lived in some different ones over by the middle school for like a year but otherwise mm-hmm. I've lived up there my landlord it was wonderful and everything was so great over there all everything the time and it was so great. cheap <laughs> and I look back and I'm like I wonder what my apartment looks like now yeah I loved it but it's nice to have your own things too and have a sense of ownership it's just more work yeah and like so, the more you own the more work you have it's exhausting where were we going with this Oh, maybe we wanted to transition. Well, I kind of wanted to say, well, I'll say this and then you can kind of go in because maybe eventually getting your own space. And I wanted to kind of clarify, um, basically both of the long story short is I think we both value having clean environments because it helps you be more productive. And it helps anxiety. And helps anxiety. And it just helps you have more of a clear space in mind. And I think it's important to take care of the things that you own as well Mm -hmm. and just to keep up the quality of them um it's a sense of responsibility so I really like that as well but transitioning we'll kind of get into workspace a little bit because I talked about my old or my new workspace but prior to being there and like having one space with everything I used to teach yoga at a different space and massage at a different space and I always felt out of control because I felt like because I was renting and I'm renting now but it's different because I own the space you're the rent or you're like the you're not sub-renting. You're renting. No. You're the renter. I am the renter. So I can do yeah. whatever I want. Where prior I was sub-renting or sub-leasing, whatever you want to call it, from people. And so I had zero control over the environment. So if people were coming and it was always, like, embarrassing for me if something was out of place because I'm like, oh, I just, like, I want to change that, but I can't. And so just having control over the work environment and being able to – because I think it's a representation of the business in itself. Mm-hmm. So if I'm able to represent – cleanliness and good energy and it just I hold such high value to that it has been such a transformation in my business in general too I feel like because prior you were like you need to get social media and you need to do this and this and I was like it's, it was so hard for me because I felt like I wasn't proud of where I was at or what I was doing and now that I'm in my space and I'm so comfortable and loving it like I mean I love Instagram I'm really yeah. like <laughs> I really love like the little stickers I found out how to yeah. use and all that stuff in the music but like I feel like it's just like really transitioned my business into more like wholesome and just efficient versus and where just it was like before. Your brand. It's like a brand. It's not like a I know I was a part of that. anything else. It's like your brand is your space. Yes, that's mm-hmm. a very good point. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I just hold high value and I just think and I if you own a business, I think you always need to think this way and like you cannot take my advice. I don't really care. But like always try to see the service you offer through your client's perspective and that's kind of like I feel like so I work out of my home for some of my sessions and I pretty much anytime I have like a boudoir client and somebody that comes to my house I deep clean my house because I think of like reverse 
if I was going to somebody's home studio and I walked in and it was like gross and dirty, like what would I think? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like what would I, I, I don't know. I would just be. Do you want to clarify that you have like a separate space? Yeah. So I have like a, like a wing of my house has like a big extra like family room with a big um, door window thingy that I've kind of transitioned into my studio. And you do have to walk through like my living room to get to it, which sucks. Um, but it's not like my house. It's not like they're going in my bedroom or anything like mm-hmm. that. But just like when I have people over, I want them to feel comfortable and feel like they can set their stuff down without getting dog hair on it or go to the bathroom and not have a ring in the toilet and wash their hands and not have their be beard hairs on the sink or something like that like I just I when I go to other people's spaces if that's what I saw I would be like that's gross you don't care about your studio space and I think that's what it comes down to is like it really shows how much you care about the business and how well you take care of it like my basically my laundry room is my like changing room for my clients and I just love to like clean it and have it smell really good so when they like hang their stuff up and they're in there changing it it, like smells good it makes them feel confident when they're changing and getting ready and like moving into the session like they don't feel like they're they're dirty like I don't want them to feel dirty because I'm dirty yes and I think it's such I love that you like do that and put yourself in their position because you can learn a lot more from that then you can learn from like okay this is how I'm going to provide the service it's like no if I was a paying customer and this is the price that I was paying for the service what would I want to see out of this yeah and sometimes it sucks because it's a lot more work (laughs) for us and sometimes I get not flustered but it's like okay like offering service businesses you get paid for the service and yeah in turn you need to price yourself at a point so when you're not doing just your photo shoot you're doing your editing you're doing your cleaning you're doing all these things it is taking care of your time like but it's also worth money it for them to like pay for it yes and yeah. so I feel like it's a very hard line it's like something that should be explained to people just the general public like when you pay for a service just say you're paying for a 60 minute massage you're paying for like the massage but you're paying also for the secretary work beforehand mm-hmm. your massage, all the paperwork like afterwards my charts um maybe laundry maybe just taxes my taxes my time consumed into all of it which in turn could go from 60 minutes to two hours you know whatever i'm doing that day sometimes mm-hmm. more clients take a little bit more work than others just depending on what ailment we're dealing with and preparations a little bit more and i go there early to wait for people and so it's just I think about a lot of it is about time-wise and making sure that whatever service that you are giving to people, you are not only thinking about that hour you're working on them or that session you're doing. It's mm-hmm. more so like what work all goes into this, and then that's how you set your price. Yes. And as a consumer, you need to understand that as well. So if you think something's very expensive for just a small <laughs> amount of time people are like paying the guy for. Like Shields. Yeah. She had heard somebody say a wedding photographer is so expensive, right? Yeah, I was in Shields the other day with Logan, and we were looking for Father's Day gifts, and there was this guy that was on the other side of the aisle, and he was complaining to, it must have been like his mom or dad, he had just recently gotten engaged, and he was complaining to them about how photographers costed so much, and he was going to take this up after his wedding, because they get paid so much an hour. For eight hours of work, they get paid that much. And I wanted to strangle him. Because <laughs> it's like, you don't understand, like, all the preparation you do, um, 
what did you call it when you went to like look for oh scouting oh yeah scouting for it there's like location scouting there's hours of emails going back and forth and timeline prepping and contracts and itinerary and just secretary background work and then you edit and then and i'm like dude if and then you, you need to play for the platform which you're uploading these pictures and you gotta to. drive and mm-hmm. like basically a wedding photographer is going to be your second wedding planner because they're the ones who plan your whole day <laughs> yes <laughs> and it's like need again it's just a need to realize by a consumer that any service has so much background work so when you're looking at it okay like for example if you're going to get a wax or something like you're with them for 20 minutes and it's like 60 dollars but then you think of all the prep work they have to do before and after and, and the school that they've it. done and mm-hmm. like the software that they're using and you know like especially if you're in your own business i feel like it definitely transitions into like everything falls on you like kelsey from dash and white always posts like <laughs> hi it's me kelsey i'm the owner and the janitor and i do inventory and, and the so- marketing coordinator yeah and- the everything in between we wear lots of hats and so you just have to price yourself like if this could be just for consumer knowledge or somebody who wants to do their own business it's like you just have to like value the price you are setting and like your time because a lot of people who own their own business and I'm very guilty of this but it's kind of a hard line it's like I need to value my time but I also am really pushing to get yoga exposed so I'm okay with like taking a little cut if I have to to get exposure so I get that there's times that it's allowed but once you start to really successfully grow your business you have to value your time and if something's not serving you for your time then you should not be doing it because it's never going to come back to you and honestly I hope that guy does not reach out to me (laughs) to do his wedding yeah and if you do you are you don't get it sorry (laughs) I will be looking at all of your guys's profile pictures from now on to make sure he's not one of them (laughs) I know I just think it's so disrespectful but I just you know quite honestly though I do want to say I think it's just like not having enough education yeah and you I wanted to turn around and be like um I just want to let you know that I am a wedding photographer and when we show up and when we leave our day is not done no (laughs) and I wanted to tell him but I just bit my tongue and I went on with my day but it is it's like a it's it's they don't know it's not like like if you work a nine-to-five job you show up you do your work in that those eight hours or whatever, and you go home. When we go home, we're not done. But no. people don't know that. They think that we just, they think we like just. Like a lot show. of times we'll be texting back and forth, and I'll be like, oh, I'm responding to emails or doing charting at 930 at night. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm responding to emails, or is it too late to respond or something? And it's like, because that's how it is. You just, you're yeah. constantly, like yesterday at the lake, I went inside and I had to get like, hours of work done because I had charts to catch up on and all my inventory and my marketing and it's just and this isn't us complaining no I loved it I was like I I mean we love what we do so it's just being people to be aware like this is it's consuming but if you again I would strong advocate if you love your job it doesn't matter I I love it yeah I don't know if I could work anywhere else right now oh I could never it's fine that we just you know are so stressed out all the time (laughs) I know my thing that I have a problem with is like I try to do all the things at once and so my time management skills are kind of poor because 
And that's just me again. I'm learning and I'm processing and I'm trying to figure out a more balanced schedule so I don't burn out. But those times I find where I'm like, oh, I have free time today. Then I get a little bit like anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? My house is clean. My studio's clean. Now I have to think of another project. And yeah. so it's just like. <laughs> I'm like that too. Ah. I'm like, if I'm sitting at home and I don't have editing, I don't have cleaning. I'm like, what do I do? What's Bo doing? Does Bo need to come see me? <laughs> <laughs> Does Bo need a sitter? Let me take your child. I know because you're just like. Get antsy. I can't sit around. But no. maybe that's just us. Like, I can't sit around. I'm not a napper. I well, I, I'm a napper. I'm not a napper. I'm not a I'm like a Netflix rester. and chill. If I don't have anxiety and I'm, like, having a good mental day and I'm resting, like, that's one of my favorite days because I'm, like, actually just letting chill. my body decompress. But I'm working on it. I mean, it's all... It's all a learning experience, I guess. You go through experiences. But I'm still doing my... Um, well, I was trying to count to your bachelorette party because I'm still doing my 60-day not drinking. And I was like, I wonder if it'll be up by the time your party is. Uh, when did you start? Mm, like 14, 15, 16 oh, yeah. days ago. It will. You yeah. don't have to drink, though. It's fine. I probably won't drink I know. Much. I was like, you won't drink, so it'll be <laughs> fine. But I've already started making your playlist if you wanted songs. Not that you asked me to, but I was like, she likes this song, and I like this song. And this <coughs> it's just going to be a playlist of, like, <coughs> things that we know and nobody else and knows. And nobody else knows. I know. When I listen to it, I'm always like, oh, we love this song. I'll add it to it. <laughs> They'll be like, what kind of music is this? Mallory's going to be like... No, play Beyonce. I know, and I'm like, I don't know any Beyonce songs. <laughs> so. I'm going to be fighting with Mal over the aux cord. <laughs> Seriously. But no, I'm, I'm still doing my 60-day challenge. I feel really good. Um, I love to not be hungover, so that's great. But being at the lake, I'm kind of like, everyone else is drinking during the day. What am I going to do? So I do have those Alani new drinks. That's but I feel I like sometimes, not that you want the time to pass, but it's also like, I'll spend one hour and they're drinking and having fun and I'm kind of bored right now, you know, and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I've been like cooking a lot, which I hate cooking at home, but for some reason when you're like not on a time crunch and there's not available options to go out to eat, it's more fun to cook. And so I've been trying to like cook a little bit more and do that, but I feel good. Good. Better. I'm glad. Feeling better. Love that for you. A little bit missing out. (laughs) I'm like... Do you think I should put that plant somewhere and not in the direct sunlight? No, plants love sun. I don't know if this one loves the sun. What kind of a plant is it? It's a rubber plant. That's what it's called. Mm. I don't know. But I had to set it outside because it made my house smell like dog shit because it got too wet. Yeah, very unknown fact. (laughs) Back up, Ivy. Sorry, my dog is so annoying. (laughs) Unknown fact about plants when they start to smell. They smell like dog shit. Mm-hmm. We can talk about um, one more thing quick and then we should wrap it up because I have to get going to work actually. But, um, oh shoot. What do you want to talk about? I just wanted to talk about the fruit thing quick. Fruit? Or just like in general. Do you wa- wash any of your produce? <coughs> you want me to answer that? Honestly. Um, I will wipe off like apples and like stuff that like sits out that you have to physically grab. You know what I mean? What if the apples were in a bag? Then no. No. <laughs> I don't I don't wash any of my fruit. And it's terrible. If the celery has dirt on it, literally in my head, I'm like, oh, this is good. It'll build our immune system. Yes, that's literally yeah. what I say. And I'm like, I wonder how many bugs I'm eating. But also at the same time, I eat my strawberries straight out of my garden. 
yes. without even washing them. And I know there's probably high debate about that and, like, pesticides and shit being sprayed on food, whatever. I don't wash it. I never will wash it. Um, I don't have the fucking time in the day. No. Like, I got the food. It's in the bag. You want an apple? Go get it. Yeah. So <laughs> agitated. The only other thing I will complain about, which I know nobody cares, but something that I'm so frustrated, I cut my thumb last weekend, <laughs> and then this weekend I cut my finger. It's so hard to do massage because I'm not used to, like, cutting produce. So I'm Looks just... like Mallory's hands. She's a hair crabby. dresser, and her fingers are always cut. From her shears? Yeah. Oh, Mallory, I feel for you if you're listening to this. She's got, like, calluses on her fingers. I'm like, my hands hurt so bad, and this is so deep, and every time I touch it, it just makes me ten times more pissed off. I'm like, oh, I can't cut anything. I can't do anything. I can't type. Like, I'm typing so odd right now. Whatever. That's kind of the only updates we have for this week, though. I don't think I have really anything else. Me either. I don't even have a funny joke. I wish I had a funny story of something that happened to me, but... Not really. I've been overeating a lot. <laughs> I've been Same. I had, uh, well, I went to the wedding this weekend, so obviously I was not super healthy. And then I had Zorba's yesterday, but it's oh, fine. It. It's the summertime. I don't care. I know. I'm trying to be okay with it. And, like, I've been really tired lately. Just, I know I'm just working a lot, so I just get burnt out. And I'm like, I just don't have time to work out very much. Like, I try to do a little bit of yoga, but I'm like, it's okay if you do, like, 20 minutes versus an hour. Like, you don't have to do it all yeah. the time. Yeah, I said I was going to do it yesterday. I didn't. I know. It's hard, I though. I was so tired yesterday. When you're tired and you're busy and just trying to incorporate it. But I just, that's where I'm like, okay, I need to get on top of my nutrition. <laughs> because if I'm not having time to work out and I'm, like, eating four s'mores, <laughs> it's not going to go well for me. Life's short. I know. I've ate so many <laughs> s'mores in the past two weekends. For sure, six or seven. But that's okay. Yeah, we'll wrap it up here. We don't have much else to add, but I feel like that was a pretty um, that was productive. educational. Yeah. If you guys ever have anything you want us to chat about, let us know. Otherwise, we're just rolling off ideas. Oh, you can also feel bad for me because my, <laughs> my laptop, I thought uh. my bag was zipped and it wasn't. It dropped and it got scuffed all over the bottom. And I'm trying to go back to school naturally again. And I was telling Sophie that I needed a new computer. And she's like, why? Didn't you just get that? It works great. I'm like... Well, the scratch, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I know I need to not be like that. I'll ride this one out. But if I go back to school, my first, apparently they have trimesters. So for my first trimester, it's all online. And so I'm like, eh, what if this computer goes to crap then? <laughs> and I can buy one then. You'll just drop it on purpose. You'll, Chuck it to you'll the lose all your stickers then. This one I peeled off of my phone and it stayed pretty well. Oh, there you go. I know. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Just enough of us chatting. Um, I freaking love you. I freaking love you. Have a good day.